This is BPN Radio, your 24-hour Internet prayer station with Dale Gentry and friends. Calling America to pray. A member of the Breakout Prayer Network. Let's pray, America. It's time now for the Warriors Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves here on BPN Radio. Second Chronicles 23.6 says, And all the people shall keep the watch of the Lord. Now, here's your host for the Warriors Watch, my friend, Callie Hargraves. Good morning. Good afternoon. I'm not sure if it's morning or afternoon. I started really early today. Uh, Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Pastor Callie with BPN Radio and Facebook Live. Today, I've got one of my favorite people in the whole world, Pastor Donnie Robbins from Port Arthur, Beaumont area, where he pastors, him and Jessica pastor an amazing church there. And I brought him on to share his heart, to prophesy with with me as the Lord leads. Uh, We picked out a few names that the Lord highlighted to us. Don't be discouraged. Um, I try now. If I see where you've been prophesied over in the last few weeks, to try to give people new people an opportunity, I may skip over your name, but I'm praying over everybody. And uh, our goal is just to do what the Lord says. So sometimes we can't get to everybody on the list, but just keep keep trying. And when it when the Lord says it, we'll do it. Hello, Pastor Donnie. Hello. It's good to be with you today. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. Uh, Donnie, you're a, you're a revivalist. You love Jesus. You're a prayer warrior. You're wor- one of the most amazing worshipers on the planet. Now, well, you may not you. know you may not know him, <laughs> but you will know him because I believe that uh, there's coming a day his voice will go all over the world. He has got an incredible, I mean, it's one thing to be in- talented. It's another thing to be talented and anointed, and he's both. But he's also an amazing preacher and a, has a prophetic gift that is amazing. So I wanted him to come today. Donnie, what has been on your heart? Tell me what God's been doing in your life, in the church, and yours and Jessica's life. What has God been talking to you about? Well, for the last uh, few months, the Lord's been dealing with me. You know, as pastors, and then, of course, we all are still dealing with the effects of um, Hurricane Harvey. Yep the flood. Most of us, uh, I would say 99% of people in Southeast Texas, Houston area, uh, have been working really hard well, yes. for the last, uh, now a year, I think, was it yesterday uh-huh. or the day before was the anniversary of Harvey. And, uh, you know, people are tired. People are weary. Uh, people's homes are not back together. Our church, uh, by the way, let me put out a, a thank you. Um, to the Facebook community, to the VPN radio Absolutely. community live right now. People sent funds from all over the nation to Absolutely. our church that we, we were able to you. help people with. And uh, I have not had the opportunity to thank folks. So I want to thank you uh, now during this time from the bottom of my heart. You made such a difference in so many people's lives, not to mention mine and Pastor Jessica's life and the life of our church, Life Church in Port Arthur. But we're still putting things back together at our church. and. Um, you know, the Bible specifically tells us not to grow weary in well-doing. Amen. And at the same time, the Bible says that in the last days, one of the signs that we will uh, see and encounter, one of the things we will encounter, that the love of many will grow cold. Yeah. And, you know, you can't turn on the television. You can't watch the news. 
um, which is basically all political now, without seeing um, the coldness of people's hearts and minds towards one another in this nation, and I believe towards people in other nations. And the Lord's been reminding me and brought me to the book of Jonah. And most people uh, think that the book of Jonah is about a well. You know, it's all about a well. Right. And uh, it is about the miracle of the well. Right. It's uh, it's about God's uh, a miracle of deliverance, the miracle of, uh, of repentance. Um, but basically, the book of Jonah is about God teaching Jonah and teaching us in turn about love about his love and what his real love looks like. And in, and in studying Jonah, I saw things that I hadn't seen before where God is, is basically just so being so patient with Jonah because the reality is, is that Jonah did not want to go to Nineveh because no. he hated the people. Yeah, his he heart, was prejudiced against them. He was. And many times, you know, our hearts get cold because of the experiences that we have right. in life right. with people. People hurt us. Uh, we have strongholds in the mind about certain types of people and situations. And Jonah was not unlike a lot of people. He had grown up with these prejudices. Uh, he had grown up with these hurts. He had seen tragedies. The reality was, is that the Assyrians were a ruthless people. They were ruthless in war. They were yeah, cruel, yeah, yeah. Um, all these different things. So he had every reason to hate the people. But the reality was, is that he knew God's heart. And I think for most of us, we know God's heart as people of God, yeah, as pastors, yeah. as sons and daughters of God. We know God's heart, but sometimes our flesh becomes so strong mm -hmm. that it's, um, you know, the Holy Spirit reminded me today, I was, I was talking to the Lord about some different things that I was dealing with personally, and the Holy Spirit just spoke to me so clearly and, and plainly, kill your flesh. Yeah. Kill your flesh. You, you're going to have to wake up every morning, like Paul said and kill your flesh. And so I love in Jonah how God took all these circumstances and he basically taught Jonah about the condition of his heart. So that, that's what God's been dealing with us. You know, as pastors, um, you deal with people and a lot of times you deal with people's problems, their circumstances, and you tend to take those things on. And I think we all do that in life. We sure. take on a lot more than what we should. What we're supposed to. And, um, and it causes our hearts to become stony. And, um, and so I just, I, I feel like, you know, in the end of that book, um, I think in chapter four, I think it is chapter four. Is that the end? Uh -huh. Chapter four. It says that basically Jonah's out there sulking in the desert. He, he's looking, he's angry that the people of Nineveh have repented. Yeah, he's angry that, that they actually did what God told them to do. Yeah. And that God, and saved God relented. Them. Right. Right. And God relented. And, um, you know, we want to stick it to our enemies. We, we want our enemies to suffer. Um, we, we want people that do us wrong to suffer. And, and when I say do us wrong, it can be all kinds of little small things um, that people do to us that pile one little stone upon the other mm -hmm. in our hearts before we're so weary of people. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you here on BPN Radio Live. <laughs> that as a pastor, it's easy to become weary of people, you know, and, and I, I told the Lord, I, I, I repented and I apologized. I'm like, Lord, you, you have to help me. And once again, the Holy Spirit said, just kill your flesh. Mm -hmm. Your flesh is getting in the way of the heart of God. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
it, the Bible says that the Lord caused a vine, a lot of weird miracles in the book of Jonah, getting swallowed by a fish and thrown up on the shore. Wow. And so it says God caused a huge vine to grow up around him and shelter him from the heat. Then it says the next day he sent a worm to eat the vine. And so he was exposed again out in the sun, in the heat, so much so, and I don't know where he was at, but it says so much so that he was so ticked off, he was so angry, the sun was so hot, the circumstances were so bad for him, I think physically and mentally, there was a heart issue there. And um, I said he was so angry, he was like, I, sh- I-, I just want to die. All of this is just going to kill me. You know, and the Lord began to speak to him and say, did you like the vine? And Jonah's like, yeah, I like the vine. He's like, well, you didn't plant it. You didn't take care of it, but yet you liked it. So what the Lord was basically telling him was that, you know, you'll cry over all these other things. You'll have compassion for all these other things. And and, and the way that um, something that I read said that we will cry over the death of our pet, you know, and I'm not belittling anybody that lost anything in, in Harvey, but yeah. literally I saw people, my own wife began to cry when she looked at the church and saw all the devastation and the stuff that destroyed, because it represented a lot of, a lot of work. Yeah, a lot sure, of money. I get it. And, um, but basically what the Lord was saying is that you'll cry over these things, but you won't cry over people who are dying, lost, and going to hell without Jesus. You were more concerned about yourself, your own prejudices, your own need to be right, your your own perverted um, outlook. And that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to pervert our perspective. And things happen in life to us. Circumstances come. The flood comes. The fire comes, sure. whatever it is. And the enemy wants to use those things, just things that happen in life to pervert our perspective. And God was just gently teaching Jonah, just teaching him, look, your, pers- your perspective, your heart's perspective is perverted. It's messed up. You're not seeing what's really important. important. Mm-hmm. And so that's what God's been trying to draw me back, I think, draw my heart back to the right perspective. You know, we, we pray, Lord, give me, a, give me a, a pure heart, a right attitude, a right motive. Because um, even, even pastors um, can begin to skew from... Well, you know, Jesus dealt with every cultural storm imaginable. He right. dealt with politics. Right. He dealt with money issues. He dealt with segregation. Yeah. Uh, he ministered to people that he wasn't supposed to touch. He, t- right. I mean, everything from, you know, leprosy to Samaritan woman. Right. Uh, but he, what he showed us is that, that the most important thing is our love for God and our love for people. Right. And only God can give us a love for people because sometimes people can be rotten. Right. And sometimes I can be rotten. Right. And, and that's what you have to remember. That's what we have to remember. <laughs> we can be rotten. We can be rotten. <laughs> but, the, but God is calling us to a place of love so that we don't polarize ourselves. You can believe. You must believe. I must believe the Bible and its yes. statutes, its principles yes. and precepts. Yes. And we must believe the truth of the word of God, yes. but 
but if we believe the truth and we don't love people and we're just beating them over the head with the truth and we're not showing them love, then what happens is they run the other direction. Right. But if we show them love and we don't allow ourselves to be polarized into arguments and fussing and fighting and, you know, Jesus didn't do it. He didn't, he didn't get sucked in. He he stood for what was right. (laughs) Yeah. But he did not get sucked into the fray. Yeah. Well, you, you hit a very good point, polarization of not only the nation, but even people in the church. And you can apply this to the church. You can apply it to the nation, to politics, whatever it is. And the enemy wants to come in and destroy. And it's imperative that the people of God understand this because, you know, the Bible says that they will know you by your love for one another. And until the church stands up and learns to love unconditionally and not get caught up, in the polarization because that's that's very easy to do because it makes your flesh feel good. Yeah, it does. You know, and you can do it all in the name of Christ and there's nothing wrong when you're in the right setting to speak truth. Sure. But you have to ask Holy Spirit. I, what I've been doing personally, because I'm strong personality and I have strong (laughs) opinions about this, but, but I've been asking Lord, Lord, when, especially when I find myself in a situation where I know that I could polarize myself to never be able to witness to this person again. Right. I'll say, Jesus, show me what I'm supposed to say and how I'm supposed to say there it. You go. Show me, lo- show me how to love this person. Yes. And it's amazing, Donnie, yeah. when we let love lead us, when we let everything we do come out of us through the foundation of love, yeah. Then, then what happens is you, you people begin to be healed by the gospel, saved by the gospel, yeah. delivered by the gospel, and then God can change their mindsets when He's ready. Yes. Yeah. You know, you yeah, can't. Because, you, you're skinning the fish before you even catch them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a really good way to put it. Yeah. Um, you know, God. God loves. You know. Um, during our prophetic times, we, we have been, um, Rosh Kadesh, we've been celebrating the first sure. month of the Jewish, the first day of the Jewish month, giving God our first, first fruits offerings and those type of night of worship and prophecy. And really prophecy has been so strong towards the nations. Um, I've prophesied over Jamaica that uh, revival was about to break forth in Jamaica. Uh, the last uh, Rosh Kadesh that we had, I began to prophesy over Germany that God was about to raise up uh, a godly man, someone that seeks yes. God in Germany to the highest level. I think it's the prime minister there. Yes, yes. And that literally laws and attitudes and mindsets were going to change in Germany because they're not exactly God friendly no. or church friendly. But I hear uh, the Lord saying that he's going to turn that around. He's going to put someone in power. I believe the Lord wants to do this across the board in all the nations. If, if you don't know, there's so many prophetic voices on uh, the internet. Uh, you only have to turn it on and hear one and you'll hear what the spirit of God is saying across the board that, that the Lord is shaking the nations. Yes. We should be praying for Iran. We should yes. be praying for yes. North Korea. There's been a lot out there about North Korea and, um, you know, that the prayer mountain that people, my, my mother was a missionary to Korea and there's a prayer mountain where those Christians, our Christian brothers and sisters have been praying for years and yes. years and years for revival and the reunification of a North and South Korea. It's going to happen. And as the body here, we may not be able to physically go. You may not even be able to give to a missionary, but you can lay on your face before God 
in love, birthed through love of the Holy Spirit, and begin to intercede and pray for those nations, for the Christians in those nations, because God is moving in those nations. He's shaking those nations. You have to realize that there is an end time revival coming, and it is going to be a revival of love for the nations and people are going to be saved. And we have to pray that Jesus appears to the imams. We have to pray for the pastors and the missionaries that are putting their lives in harm's way in these nations. Yes. You can lay on your face and pray for a pastor in uh, Iraq that's lost hope, that's imprisoned, that's uh, suffering with depression. And you can pray here and God can supernaturally move on that pastor in that foreign country and life can be breathed back into him again. You know, we're called to be history changers. Um, God has significant uh, moments for each and every one of us. We will listen to the Holy Spirit. And that's the key. Pastor Callie just said that. It's the key. What is God saying? What is the Holy Ghost saying to do? What is the Holy Ghost saying to pray? Because make no mistake about it. When the Holy Ghost says it and you're obedient, it will change a nation. Donnie, listen. I so believe that. I so believe that. And, and and I, for everyone that's tuned in, whether you're tuned in on Facebook or you're tuned in through BPN Radio, I want to encourage you to, you know, we can get so busy. I, I have prayer requests, lists of prayer requests for my family, for our church, yeah. for our um, immediate family, for my children. And God moves and he wants to move on, on your behalf. It is all about you. It's all about God doing through you to leave a legacy, okay? But it's also all about the world. It's both. God wants to change my life, but he also wants me to have a love and a passion for the world. And I want to encourage you, and and, and we're going to give prophetic words and encourage people, but I want to encourage you, if you find yourself in a spot where you need God to move in your life, Go ask God to use you to be an answer to someone else. And what will happen is the windows of heaven will open up over your own life and your own prayers and supplications will begin to suddenly start just being answered. This week, we had a beautiful, uh, there's a beautiful family in our church and uh, the the ladies, uh, this this lady's brother passed away Mm -hmm. and was passing away. And so I... I love her very much. They've been a part of our church for a long time. I have a very deep love for this family. So I jumped in my car to go be with her. I was sitting there and we do this all the time. You know, we're pastors. This is part of, but, but there's a deep, deep, deep love. It's not just someone that showed up two weeks ago. It's somebody I have a deep love for. And um, I'm sitting there and I hear the Holy Spirit say, this is what counts. Caught me off guard. Donnie yeah. completely caught me off guard. I said, mm-hmm. what, are you, what are you saying, Lord? He said, this is what counts. He said, when my people begin to love and sit with people that are in pain. Now, granted, I understood her pain. Her pain was because of the death of a loved one. Right. But sometimes people have pain that we don't understand the pain. Right. Maybe they have pain because they, their family was abused through racism for decades. So they have pain I don't know about, but it doesn't mean I can't sit with them through the pain. That's good. And, and God said, when you begin to love people the way I love people, you open the windows of heaven over your life. And I start 
literally taking note of everything you need. Yeah. And then my, my, my response back to the Lord was, Lord, I didn't come here to get something from you. He said, I know. I'm just explaining to you my heart. Yeah. His, God's heart is for people. God's not American. He's not, yeah. he's not, uh, he, he, he's, he's, he he's not a nationality he's he's a jewish person Mm -hmm. but he's not american he's not german he's not italian we all came from god so he doesn't look through it through an american lens or through a a germany lens he looks through it through the bible he has a set of principles and it's his way is love and when we begin to be drenched in god's love drenched in his mercy and compassion we can stand for truth and not literally separate everybody from us because they'll see the love. They'll know us by our love. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right, Donnie, the answer to being burnt out, uh-huh. the answer to getting tired of people, you can get tired of people and not, you don't have to be a pastor to get tired of people. <laughs> the answer to loving people unconditionally is our love with the Lord. That's yeah. the only way I can do it. Goes it goes hand in hand. Yeah. You can't love people without the love of God. No. And there has to be that connection and that relationship. And you know what happens with a lot of people? I know even in my own life, you find yourself uh, veering from center because you're dealing with so much. You know, we all deal with life on an everyday basis. And, you know, hurricanes and storms and floods, they add, they add exponentially pressure, pressure yes. on top of that. And so, you know, it is imperative that you keep that connection with the Lord. It's imperative that you stay in prayer, that you stay in worship, that you stay in the word, because that's your lifeline. You can't, you can't do it on your own. Without God, it's just all flesh. Can I say this? It doesn't work. An hour a day of prayer will will change your life (laughs) and will heal you of depression. Yes. There a lot. Now I'm not against uh, a de- an antidepressant. I'm not against there. I think that, I think that's all based on an individual circumstance. Me- uh, medicine has done wonderful things. I'm not one of these people that just think, you know, you know, if you go to the doctor, you're sin- sinful. Yeah. I, I don't believe that, but I do believe that if we will pray and really allow God to love us, that he can heal us. And I know that when I'm praying, consistently and i do my best to do it every day there there are days i miss but not very often but when i'm doing it consistently sure when when the enemy comes in to try to depress me or overwhelm me i can pop right back because my the faith in my life is at the right barometer but if you let me get busy and have a couple days where i can't pray something i I don't have the resolve i normally do you're running out of gas you are you have to be filled up yeah you have to be filled up and being filled up is not a one-time thing being filled up is on a continual basis his mercies are new every morning and so we have to be there um every morning uh getting gassed up if you will uh to be able to to do the things that god called us to do because as as christians it's not it's not always easy out there but it's doable uh, and it's doable on a remarkable um, level. I mean, we can have level. victory. Yeah. Yes, we can have victory. Mm-hmm. I really, um, I want to encourage those listening today and those that will listen to the broadcast later or that will, you know, get online later and listen. I want to encourage you that Jesus knows exactly where you're at. Yes, he does. There is not a problem or a challenge are um, a mountain in front of you that he does not have the power to give you the wisdom 
to overcome it, go over it, bring it down. That's right. If it's a Goliath, it'll come down. If That's it's right. a mountain, he's going to give you the power to power through it. Um, but you just must believe him and begin to use your faith, begin to speak to it. Use your voice. Use your voice. And, mm-hmm. and Pastor Donnie, would you just pray and prophesy over those that are listening today that maybe are facing a Goliath or facing a mountain that they that seems impossible? Will you pray over that? I will. Father God, I just thank you right now uh, for those that are listening. Lord, I thank you for their lives, their ministries, their hearts. And Lord, I thank you that you yes. are intuitively yes. concerned about them right now. However many people are out there listening, you are so concerned about their lives, the details, what they're going through. You capture every tear. You see every sorrow, every challenge, and every circumstance. But Father, I thank you that you are a good God. You are always good. You're never bad. In fact, you're great. And not only are you great, but you're greatly to be praised. And we praise you now for the magnitude of who you are and what you can do. So Lord, I pray right now for those that are listening, Lord, and I pray that they would understand that you are the wind. You are the power, the authority. You are the miracle that they are looking for. And Lord, I pray right now, that they would come to themselves because Lord, I know it's easy to get bogged down in the circumstances. I pray that every eye would open, every ear would open to the truth of God's word, to the reality of who he is and what he says and his promises are yes and amen. Now, Lord, I thank you for Thumos courage and faith to begin yes. to rise up in each and every one of these saints, each and one of each one of these sons, yes. each one of these daughters. Yes. I pray right now that the Holy Ghost would begin to yes. take over and begin to manifest and rise up yes. in their innermost being. And Lord, I just prophesy that there is a yes. wind, there is a word, there is a prophecy, there is truth that will begin to manifest out of their mouths over their current circumstances, over their families, over their businesses, over their jobs, Father God, over their problems, over their sickness, over their lack, Father God. And I just pray right now that faith and courage are rising up, Lord, and that they are standing in the authority of the name of Jesus, and they are speaking, thus saith the Lord. Today I decree and declare that they are choosing life and not death, blessing and not cursing. Holy Spirit, I ask you to begin to rise up in each one of them, Father God. I decree and declare now that they are going to begin to pray and prophesy like they never have before. Like King Saul, let the Spirit of God, let the Holy Ghost come upon them now, Father God, and let them begin to decree and declare over their own situations. Because, Father, the reality is that you are the deliverer. You are the savior. You are salvation. You are the healer. You are the deliverer and you are the bondage breaker, Father. So right now, Father, I thank you that every tormenting spirit is being broken off of everyone that's being tormented right now. Father, for those of you that uh, have never given your lives to Jesus, that you're going to choose Jesus now by the power and unction of the Holy Spirit that's speaking to you right now about our precious Lord and Savior. And Father, I thank you now for those that are sick 
uh, have sickness in their minds or their physical bodies. Lord, I just reach my hand out right now, and I say through the gift of healing, be healed in the name of Jesus. All sickness and disease, you cannot stay in that body. Mental disease and sickness, uh, spiritual oppression, you cannot stay in that mind. You cannot stay in that heart. I want to prophesy right now, somebody's heart is being healed. Literally, the Lord is beginning to massage your heart right now. You've allowed your heart over time and experience to become a heart of stone. And I want you to feel the glory of God right now begin to touch you on the top of your head and run down all the way uh, to your heart. You're literally going to feel heat right here as the Lord begins to move over your heart. Forgiveness and repentance are beginning to come out of your mouth right now. The Lord says you've made judgments over folks and you've received those judgments back into your own life and you become confused and darkness has begun to encapsulate your mind. And I pray for you right now. I break that darkness right now. I thank you that repentance, Father God, is beginning to rise up out of your mouth as the Holy Spirit begins to show you situations and faces to begin to repent for. And as you repent, a miracle working power is exploding yes. in your heart right now. You're yes. beginning to weep. I want you to let yes. the tears begin to fall yes. right now. Those are, are, are cleansing tears right now. Re- you're being released right now in the name of Jesus. All heaviness is leaving. The yoke of the enemy is breaking yes. off of you right now. Yes. Right now, I want you to take some deep breaths right now. Let the tears fall yes. as the as the holy, as the glory of God begins to wash over you right now. There's somebody watching us by the name of Melissa. Melissa, if that's you, uh, the glory of God is just yes. falling upon you yes. right now. Uh, Melissa, the Lord says that, um, You've got an ache in your heart, and the Lord is healing that wound right now. Uh, That ache is so bad that it's affected you physically, even in your belly. You have stomach problems, and the Lord says that you need to repent. The Lord said you've sown bitterness, and the Lord says now it's time to uh, sow forgiveness. In in an instant right now, the glory of God is coming over you. And repentance and forgiveness is beginning to flow in your heart and your mind. And literally, it's flowing out of you. That bitterness and anger, Melissa, is flowing out of you. Those stomach pains are leaving you right now. God's healing you, not only your heart, but but the physical. The Lord said they're connected. And the Lord says, I'm breaking the yoke of bitterness off of Melissa right now in the name of Jesus. There's three pastors that are listening and all three of you are ready to quit. And I hear, I see you like you're standing, you're like Abraham thinking, okay, I'm going to have to go on and sacrifice this thing that I've believed God for, for the rest of my life. It's done. And I hear the Lord say that he is a miracle working God. He will provide himself a sacrifice. It's already been done. You are not going down. You are going over. You are going through. You are, God is going to completely turn this situation around, and there is going to be new hope enter into your hearts. And it's not time to quit. It's time to breathe Hallelujah. in 
the power of God. You are breathing in the power of God. And God is going to give you a new breath, a new determination, new wisdom, and new strategy. And I hear the same, uh, really the same instruction. Forgive those. Many times in church work, in ministry, people can hurt you. But I hear the Lord saying, let it go. Let it go. We are to love God's people and trust him with the outcome. Let it go. God is going to raise your ministry up and everything he promised you, he will bring to pass. He will bring to pass. Thank you, Jesus. You know, uh, I hear the Holy Ghost saying you cannot fail. It's impossible (laughs) for you to fail because the Holy Ghost and power and the glory of God are on the inside of you. The Lord says, I birthed that ministry. I birthed that heart for men and women. I birthed that desire for the gospel. I put that fire on the inside of you. And I say to you today, it is impossible to fail. It is impossible to quit. It is impossible to stop. It is impossible to not go forward because the Holy Ghost and fire on the inside of you. And in the name of Jesus, I decree and declare that the Holy Ghost is rising up strong on the inside of you. It is giving new birth, new fire to your dreams, to your stamina, that the joy of the Lord is coming upon you once again. And strength is rising up on the inside of you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, and don't worry about your wives. The Holy Ghost is taking care of them. The Holy Ghost is speaking to them. Even right now, the Lord says, uh, specifically one of you, don't worry about your wife. She's in your mind. You said she's a lost cause. She's been hurt too bad, but the Holy Ghost is speaking to her even right now. She's not even watching. She's off somewhere in another place doing her own thing. But the Lord says, I'm drawing her heart back to center. I'm going to cause you to begin to come together and pray and prophesy over one another. The Lord says, I'm causing you to fall in love with one another again. I buy the spirit of division off of your marriage in the name of Jesus what God has brought together let no man put asunder the Lord says I'm destroying what the work of the enemy has done for years and the Lord says I'm giving you a love and a compassion and a desire for one another like there's never been before I'm going to go ahead and say this you've been estranged in the bedroom for a couple of years now and the Lord says as you come together I'm going to cause you to burn for one another once again, you're going to fall in love with the wife yes. of your youth. Yes. And God says, I'm going to restore you. And as I restore you, I'll restore yes. the ministry. And God says, I'm going to ignite a fire in your church that the enemy will not extinguish yes. in the name of Jesus. Yes. Yes. You're looking at pews and you say the pews are empty and you're saying you're saying to your wife they once were filled but now they're empty and I hear the Lord saying you just hold on I'm going to fill not only the pews but I'm going to fill the parking lot with hungry people and the fire of God is going to burn in your church and the fire of God is going to burn in the altar again and the fire of God is going to burn in your home and God is is bringing your children home there's two of these couples that their children lost faith and, and have been hurt by the ministry but God is bringing your children home and healing your children and what the enemy meant to destroy you God is turning around and and the last chapter has not been written and the fat lady hasn't sung yet God 
is doing it. It will be God's glory. And if you will just stand and see the salvation of the Lord, all will be restored. But not just what you had, but a hundredfold blessing is coming to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. One more thing before we move on. I heard the Lord uh, speak to me as I was on my way over here. It's about an hour drive. I began to prophesy and uh, over my children <laughs> and over my family and over my ministry. And I heard the Lord specifically say, uh, began to prophesy a hundredfold blessing, <laughs> a hundredfold blessing. Let me tell you something. We're entering into a season where God is responding to the faith that is coming out of our mouths. And let yes. me tell you, it's not a faith to get rich. It's not a faith to get famous. It's a faith to motivate and move the kingdom of God forward. Yes. God is blessing yes. for you and I to be a blessing yes. to the kingdom of God. Yes. I prophesy over yes. you today, yes. the blessing of Abraham, yes. the blessing of the Holy Ghost. Yes a hundredfold blessing that you are the lender and not the borrower. You are a he uh, the head yes. and not the tail above and not below that you are blessed yes. in your going, blessed yes. in your coming, blessed in the city and blessed in the field. I bless you with every spiritual blessing, physical yes. blessing, emotional blessing, relational blessing, yes. and yes, financial <laughs> blessing yes. over you and your family. <laughs> it's time for you yes. to stand up as the head of your house, whether you're the mother, the father, the grandfather, the aunt, the uncle, I don't care, but it's time for you to stand up and begin to decree and declare, thus saith the Lord, bless your family, bless your church, bless your pastors, bless your ministry yes. in the name of Jesus and look for God to move. Yes. I receive it yes, in I the name it. of Jesus and you need to receive it in the name the of, of the Jesus. Lord. My son just Thank came home Lord. from uh, seven years in the military. Hallelujah. He's a, a special forces Green Beret and he's home for good now. And I was standing with him uh, this morning having coffee before I was coming to church and the Lord said, I'm bringing your children home. Oh, and I, I knew he was, and I said, well, yeah, he's home. He said, not only, no. not only your biological children, but I'm bringing Thank your spiritual you. children home. And I just declare that the oh, spiritual children are coming home to the churches across this nation. They're filling up the churches. Yes, They're coming Lord. home. The pastors are going to be mamas and papas yes, to young people that never really had a mom. They may have had a biological mom and dad, but they didn't have a real mom and dad. And I just believe our churches are going to fill up. With with our spiritual children, they're coming home, Jesus. and they're going to be they're blessed, and they're highly favored, and they're champions for God, and they're going to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever That's ask right. or think. That's right. That's right. Uh, Callie, let me pray quickly. I don't know where we're at in That's the okay. program, but okay. I do want to pray for Life Church, and I want to pray for your church, and I want you to grab this. You know, yes. I, I read a book by Larry uh, Lee. And uh, an old book that uh, he has out there. And uh, one of the things that he began to do in his ministry and over his church was begin to command the north, the south, yeah. the east, and the west to give up people who need to be saved, yes. to give up those that God has ordained and called 
for your specific ministry, sheep that God has specifically, people in your realm of influence, specifically God has called. So I want to do that now. Father God, I just come into agreement with Pastor Callie right now. I pray for the churches that are represented out there, but specifically, I want to pray right now for Celebration of Life Church (laughs) in Baytown, Texas, where you see the hearts of these pastors, Lord. You see the depth and the magnitude of their love for people. And and Lord, first of all, I decree and declare that you are honoring them. You are honoring them in this season. And Father, I just command now the north, the south, the east, and the west to give up those that you have ordained for this ministry. Give up the lost. Give up the poor. Give up the rich. Give up the hurting. Give up the confused, Father God. Give up those that you have ordained for your kingdom. Specifically, Father God, those that will come alongside them in ministry. Those that are kings and priests, Father God, those that will finance the ministry, those that need healing, Father God, those that whose marriages need to be restored, oh God. We're just asking that you send them. Holy Ghost, we ask you begin to brood over the hearts of men and women. Lord, I just thank you that you would begin to expand their influence, expand their territory, and bless them them indeed. I decree and declare that there is more than enough and everything that they need comes to them on a daily basis, Father God. Lord, I pray that you would honor them as they honor you, oh God. Lord, I thank you that everything that the canker worm has eaten and destroyed, anything that the enemy has stolen from the camp is repaid seven times, Father God, and returned, Father God. I just thank you for that now. Lord, I speak this in faith, and Pastor Kelly and I come into agreement, and we come into agreement for your family, for your ministry, for your house that God is restoring, that the Holy Ghost is raising a standard, that when the enemies come in like a flood, the standard of the Holy Ghost is being raised up in every area of your life in the name of Jesus. Yes, and we call that for Life Church in my (coughs) heart, for every ministry across the state. God that is contending, I pray for revival in every church. I pray for more than enough for everyone that's listening on this broadcast or that might be on Facebook. I pray God for a revival where hundreds and thousands of people are saved and God that there's more than enough for us to go into the harvest and bring in people from all over the world pour into our missionaries pour into our cities into all types of outreach I thank you Lord for evangelism I thank you Lord for the power to to win souls and to disciple your people I thank you for a new burning love for the lost God Yes. Give us a burning desire, God, to see people saved. Yes, Lord. And to see people discipled. Yes, Lord. God, let our hearts burn with love. Let our hearts burn with love once again. Once again, burn us up with your love, Lord. Let us just be on fire with your love. Why don't you place your hand on your heart right where you're at? I believe maybe there's many of you out yes. there that are, um, you're watching and and what has been said today is speaking to you. The word of God is, has spoken to you and 
you realize that maybe your heart's become cold or you you become just complacent or yes. or apathetic either with the church you've been hurt or with or with people or you've just gotten so consumed with your own needs yes. and your own troubles your own circumstances that that is you found it hard to have compassion or love people to even or to even pray yes. for anything other than your own needs i want you to put your hand on your heart right yes. now and i want you to say this with me god god i love you so much i love you so much and I want to be a man or a woman after your heart. I want to be a man and a woman I'm after asking your you to heart. touch my heart right now. As Pastor Callie said, begin to burn. burn begin to burn, burn on the inside yes. of me for people. Yes. Lord, don't let me lose the love for people. Restore yes. in me a right heart, yes. a right motivation, yes. a right attitude, yes. Father, that when I look at people, oh God, that I look at them through your eyes. Yes. I see them, yes. I understand them through the wisdom of the Holy yes. Spirit. And you are giving me strategy yes. and a wisdom and understanding, yes, Father God, on how to minister to yes. those that I come in contact with in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank I you, love Lord. you so much. I just love you so Thank much. You, Lord. Uh, Donnie, you know, I, um, I love everybody yes. that's preaching the gospel. It doesn't matter if you're Baptist or Methodist or... Uh, Presbyterian or you know what whatever Catholic if you love Jesus and you're preaching the gospel I love you and I'm for you uh, but I am there is such a heart in my such a desire in my heart to return to the place of, of the New Testament church the yes. New Testament church where we see <laughs> healings and deliverance I just believe people are going to yes, start walking Lord. in our church and they're going to walk in blind physically blind and be healed yes Lord. i believe they're going to walk in spiritually blind and be healed yes i believe they're going to walk in and and maybe they're going to be on crutches yes. and god's going to heal them or they're going to they're going to be in a wheelchair and hadn't been able to walk i, I believe that's what god wants to return yes. and not that it's not happening it's happening right, right but i mean he i believe he wants it to happen in mass proportion that's right and i believe the church needs yeah the church god is calling us back to a new testament church yes and i want to be a part of a new testament church that's what I want to, that's what I believe that Amen. God wants us wants to happen. I believe that the church is not just the four walls. I believe the church is in the highways and the byways and in the restaurants. And the, God wants us to be sensitive to his spirit and he wants us to lead people to Christ and he wants us to burn with evangelism. You don't have to, you know, so many people say, well, I'm not an evangelist. I'm a teacher or I'm a, I'm a teach, uh, you know, I'm a prophet. I'm we're, we all should be evangelists. Yeah. We all should love the lost. We all are called to to look and ask God to awaken us to people that need Christ. Yes, yes. They're everywhere, Donnie. And one word from the Holy Ghost. The, the key is just listen to the Holy Spirit. One word from the Holy Spirit can change somebody's entire life. We're, real quickly, we're going to break here uh, for BPN Radio. We're going to have some worship music. And I would just want you to enter in, if you're listening on BPN Radio, just enter in and worship the Lord and let God speak to you. Um, It'll be a time of uh, worship and a time where I believe God Amen. is going to speak to you. Amen. We're so thankful to, to, I'm so thankful to have Donnie here with me today. And we've been able to pray for you and we've been able to worship with you and prophesy. Um, I, I believe that America is uh, on the verge of the greatest revival we've ever Amen. seen. And the enemy would love for us to focus on the things that are wrong in America but I'm, I'm not going to do that, Donnie. I'm focusing on the things that are right. I'm focusing 
on the men and women of God that are preaching the gospel all over the nation. I'm focusing on the Christians that are standing in their schools and in their jobs and they're, and yes. they're contending for revival. Yes. And I just pray over America today. I pray yes, over Lord. the White House for revival. I pray over yes, our president. Lord for revival. I pray over our Congress for revival, our yes, Senate. Lord. I pray over Washington. I pray over every state and every governor. I pray over every state legislative, God, that, that revival and and Lord and purity and, and there would be no shady business going Lord on. I pray over every city, God, that you would unseat anything that's mm -hmm. unrighteous. I pray over the churches, that the pastors would be on fire for God. Yes, I Lord. pray protection over the pastors, God, that you would teach pastors and yes. leaders how to rest in the Holy Ghost mm. and to be renewed even Amen. when we're in battle that we would know how to rest in you Lord yes. I pray for our cities I pray that our churches would be filled. Yes, I pray, Lord. God, that the that the uh, bars and the gangs would be dismantled and they'd be on fire for yes, God. Lord. I pray that the bars and the cities would be closed Jesus. down because nobody wants beer. I pray, I pray that nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to get drunk, that they only want to be drunk Amen. on the Holy Ghost. And, and that their desire for you, Lord, is above yes. anything in this, that this world could have, could offer. I pray, God, yes, that, you, that, you, that revival will go into every social economic mountain, God, in business, in government, in reformation. entertainment. Reformation. We, we pray for reformation across this nation. Lord. Yes, Lord. We pray for, for, for politicians that are on fire for God. Yes. We pray for businessmen and women that are on fire for yes. God. We pray, God, for our branches of, of mi the military that they're on fire for yes. God. We pray, God, for uh, every state to have major revival and turnaround. We pray, yes, God, Lord. that humility would hit the houses Ooh, and we would, the churches would be turned into houses of prayer, God. Ooh, houses of prayer that holiness would rise up out of oh, the hearts God, of your people, out of intimacy, God, out yes. of intimacy and out of love yes, in Lord. Jesus' name. We're going to have another uh, song. And while we're waiting on this song, we're going to begin to prophesy and to uh, bless people in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. I am... Uh, so happy that you were with us today. We pray blessing over you at BPN Radio. We will see you next week. I pray that everything that you need from the Holy Ghost uh, that God brings to you and ministers to you, yeah. and we'll see you next week. Now, for those that are left on the Facebook Live program, I want to pray for, I've got just a few names. I can't, we weren't able to pick, to pick up all 69, but I picked up the ones that I felt like that the Holy Ghost was speaking to me. Elena from McAllen. And I am just, I, I hear the Lord saying he's healing you. He's, he's healing you. The Bible says he sent his word and healed them. And I see the Lord healing you. Uh, that is the word of the Lord toward for you today. Thank you, Jesus. Um, hold on a minute. Let's see here. Uh, Margie Wilkerson in Port Arthur. Um, Margie, oh, God is changing your mindset about yourself. You've never seen yourself the way Holy Spirit sees you. And he is going to heal some internal pain that even happened to you as a child. Uh, I see God completely 
changing your viewpoint of yourself because there is an anointing on you to heal people. You have such a sweet spirit and you have, you, you feel the pain and the hurt of people. You're very sensitive, but a lot of times you will not speak up because you second guess yourself. So God is healing you. So you, you can be hands and feet to heal others. Um, Ashley Frost, I think it's Frost Mm -hmm. in Port Arthur. I see God doing a financial miracle in your life. I see God setting things in order and bringing you to a place where you can be blessed. There's an opportunity coming to you. I, I see there's been some generations of poverty and God is going to turn that thing around and bring you generations of blessing. And the Lord said, just be still and, and know that I am God. Uh, Laura Mitchell. And I can't, I don't know where you're from. But it's Laura Mitchell. Laura, I hear God saying that he is working a miracle in your children. Uh, Your children have been, um, there's been some some things that have been dismantled or like, like I see a puzzle that's like broken half and you've been trying to put it back together with your own wisdom. And I see you just laying your head on that puzzle. And that puzzle represents your family. And I see this power of God pushing that thing together in perfect, sink and god is doing it that's his promise to you kelly i just hear when you said uh, laura mitchell's name um i like the spirit of god is saying there's something you have some dental stuff going on and uh the lord's going to heal that uh you've suffered with it for a couple of years now and i i just hear the spirit of god saying you're going to receive a miracle in your mouth like with dental work and so i want you to hold on to that uh god's going to do a miracle Uh, with that. Praise God. Uh, Casey Marble in uh, Willis Point, Texas. Casey, um, I hear the Lord saying if that he wants you to get planted, that that meant he wants you to get planted. There's been some things that's happened in your life that have caused you not to get, you've been hurt. There's been times you've been hurt, but the Lord says that he wants you to get planted. And as you are planted, uh, everything that you have been believing for will, will start manifesting. Um, you've got to, you've got to get planted. If I, if I, if I take a plant and I don't put it in the soil, it doesn't get the nutrients. So it'll dry up, it, you know, and if you, and if you put it in soil, pull it up, put it in soil, pull it up, what happens is it becomes very unstable. God is wanting to stabilize you. There is an anointing on you to do great things for the Holy Spirit, through the Holy Spirit. There's an anointing on you, but the enemy has tried to keep you unstable by wow. pulling you up and out. So wow. get planted and watch God heal every, every area of your life. And then you will literally step into your destiny. I want to say this too, to Casey, uh, don't allow the enemy uh, to tell you who you are or your past to dictate who you're going to become. Um, the Holy Spirit wants to work on you and is working in you. And I want to tell you that you can do anything that God says that you can do. And there is a legacy yes. upon your family. And uh, the Lord wants to continue that legacy in you. I want you to hold on and pray and seek the Lord. And God's going to restore everything that the enemy yes. has stolen from your family. If you allow the Holy Ghost to, to plant you uh, firmly and stabilize you. Yes. 
the Lord's going to return everything that was stolen from you. Amen. Thank you, Julia. I don't know if you say Rabe or Rob. It's R-A-B-E in Kansas City, Kansas. Uh, Jula, I think is how you say the name. I just declare the blessing of the Lord over you. And I see there's been like, uh, you've been like walking in a, a just like, like when a cloud descends. Have you ever been when in the early morning when the, when the dew is so thick, you can't even see you get in your car and you can't even see, or you're walking, you can't even get to the mailbox or to the, and I see you've been in a dark, dark depression. D- yeah. It's just like, it's a, it's a wet cloud. Uh-huh. You can't see your hand in front of your face. First of all, I prophesy that the clouds coming up. Amen. I prophesy that sunshine is beginning to shine Lord. on your path. I prophesy that your eyes are opening and I prophesy that you're going to know the path to walk. No more confusion and no more cloud in the name of Jesus. Uh, Tiffany in Tijuana. Tiffany, I see you skipping, laughing, jumping, rejoicing. The Lord has already done in the spirit what you have requested. Thank you, Jesus. You are waiting on the manifestation. It will come soon. Thank you, Lord. Suzanne, uh, Port Natchez. Um, I break every spirit of confusion that has tried to keep you confused or told you you're not enough. God is healing you. He's healing your past. He's healing the memories of your past and he's healing the uh, limitations that you think you have for your future. And he's going to help you begin to see yourself the way he sees you. You are victorious. You're an overcomer. And I hear the Lord saying you can have it all. You are not a second rate citizen. Amen. Uh, Brian and Indra in Tijuana. I've been getting a lot of Tijuana. I just pray supernatural blessing over Brian and Indra. I, I see your whole family having revival, and I see God opening Amen. up doors for you to go and minister, uh, even into areas that will affect your family. You're missionaries, but you're going to actually go back into your family at times. There is an anointing on you to reach uh, really stubborn people. Brian, you're very smart. You're very intellectual. God is going to literally, um, literally plaster you to the floor with the Holy Ghost. He is going to fill you to the brim, and God's going to give you the wisdom and the power to work with really intellectual people and bring them into the to the saving grace of Jesus Christ. And God is meeting your needs financially in Jesus' name. Do you Thanks have a word? God. Um, while you were speaking, yeah, I felt like the Lord said that um, God's about to connect him or see uh, seed someone into his life wow. that is going to be a huge financial blessing. Praise God. Praise God. Brittany Bradford. Brittany, God is answering your prayers. He is answering your prayers. And in the next 30 days, there is a massive sign of financial blessing. Now, that's not necessarily what you've been praying for, but there's going to be a financial blessing that comes Amen. that will be a sign. You'll remember this prophecy, and he, that is a sign that every one of your prayers will be answered. I don't know when he's answering your prayers. I don't know the time frame on it. There are things that I have prayed for for two decades before it happened. There's times I've prayed, Donnie, and it happened the next day. Come on. So, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying I don't know when. Right. But I'm saying you will have, you will receive a sign in the next 30 days that all of your prayers will be answered. Hallelujah. Rachel, Tijuana. Rachel, I see uh, a musical anointing on you. 
and uh, you you have a heart for missions, but you also have a real heart for music. You have a real heart for children. I see you writing children's musicals, children's books. Uh, I see them being translated into all types of languages. I see God using you and giving you ways to make money with this and then use this for the kingdom. God is going to give you out of the box creative ideas to fund the kingdom of God. He's also sending people in your life, but he is going to teach you because he, you are called to be a, um, a king, someone that provides finance. Wow. Rachel, I just uh, feel the Lord is saying that someone uh, has hurt you. Some guy has hurt you and uh, you've allowed it to affect your outlook, um, even, even your future. And I just want to tell you that the Lord says he loves you desperately uh, and that what he has for you is his best to let go of the past, focus on Jesus, focus on what he's called you to do. And that that Superman, that man of your dreams is going to come into uh, your view at the perfect time of the Lord. But I'm here to tell you, do not let what happened in your past with that past relationship, destroy your outlook or destroy your future. Hallelujah. I really want to encourage everyone that's listening today. um, If you do not, if you, if you are not planted in a local church, I want to encourage you to get planted in a local church. You need a pastor. You need community. You need, you need brothers and sisters in Christ. You need somebody that that knows you and sees you and knows when you're in trouble or knows when you need something or knows when you're going. You know, I know, I know Donnie well enough. We've known each other for we're you know Donnie and Jessica. I've known them forever. Donnie can walk in to a restaurant and I may not have seen him in six months, and I'll know if Donnie's okay because I know Donnie. We have we're in fellowship. I know Jessica. We're in Uh fellowship. That's what church does for you. You need it. You need people that know you. That's good. You need people that love you. You need people. You need to be hearing a pastor every Sunday. You need to have people you pray with. You need people that you're accountable to. And so many of the body of Christ. And listen, obedience to God and a relationship will never be tested until you've been hurt. (laughs) A relationship will never be tested until you've been hurt. And then you have to decide Is reconciliation more important than being right? Well, that's what Jesus said, because Jesus died and he was innocent. We were the ones wrong. We were not right. But he said, you being reconciled to me is more important than me being right. And and I just want to encourage you, if you've been hurt at church and just said, I'm not going to go back to the church because someone at the church made me mad or the pastors didn't, you know, he he didn't shake my hand or he didn't, you know, somebody didn't meet your expectation. Look, we're human. Sometimes we get our feelings hurt. I've gotten my feelings hurt. But when God's called you somewhere, you need to stay there. You need to work through your, your issues, work through your challenges. That's what makes for long relationships is a challenge. A, a relationship is not a relationship until it's been tested. And so God, I just really hear the Holy Spirit saying he wants you to get into a local church. You need to be tithing to a a local church. Sow your offerings all over the world if you want to, but you need a local church. You need a place 
that you can call home, a pastor you can call when you're in trouble, someone that can come and pray for you, someone that can stand with you at the hospital, someone that can be there when your babies are born, someone that can bury your relatives, someone that knows you. And I'm encouraging you. I know we live in this internet world and I understand I'm a part of it as well, but we need community, Donnie. We need community. Um, I just pray the blessing of God over you today. I just call you blessed. I call you more than enough. I just declare you're blessed and highly favored. I encourage you to just know that God is with you and he is for you. uh, And he, and he is going to provide everything that you need in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. We love you. We'll see you next week on BPN Radio. And God bless you. We'll see you next week on Facebook Live. We love you. For the past hour, you've been listening to the Warriors Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves as your host. For more information concerning this program, go to bpnradio.com.